0: You are listening to TJ Talks. Be aware, this show contains explicit language.
1: Let's light this candle.
0: We are lighting this candle. Welcome to TJ Talks. I am Judd, and with me is... I'm Teresa. Hey, welcome back
1: yeah, it's good to be back. Although major kudos and super thank yous to Ellen for filling in last week. Your show was good. I loved it. Oh well. Thanks. I wanted to go on vacation with her right away. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere tropical or whatever, yeah, where there's good times to be had. Yes, it was a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we had a good time on that. And uh she once again is a Toastmaster here in Florida and she is also a business incubator type person. She helps businesses get going and, uh, and helps. She's
1: kind of what I want to be when I grow up, but I, I'm never going to be that poised and or
0: professional. So yeah, I will
1: just have to pretend she was great.
0: Oh yes. And I totally agree. And she's very awesome. So, so
1: I'm glad to know that in the future, if I'm going to miss a day, if she's up for it, I hope she's our, um, who (laughs) is it that always substitutes like for Regis when he's out or, uh, this week, uh, the big news this week on Good Morning America is that what's her name, Robin Roberts, isn't there. So Katie Couric is on. So she could be my Katie Couric.
0: Oh yes, there you go, <laughs> Katie Couric.
1: And then Sarah Palin was on the Today Show. Did you hear about I that? I heard
0: that. But oh, the, oh
1: well.
0: The, the what do you call it? The The Daily Show made fun of her. Oh yeah,
1: whatever. <laughs> said, anyway, this not we're not going to go up, off on her, but yeah, she's going to be my Katie Couric.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's that sounds good. <laughs> Because yeah, those are at least two people you can respect.
1: I love Katie Kirk. Are yeah. you kidding? Yeah. She gives the perk and perkiness. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. What are we going to talk about today, Judd?
0: Well, you know, I'm I just, you know, it's not my birthday yet, but usually when it's around my birthday time, I go through this weird moment to reflect. I think that's the reason why we have birthdays is so that you have a chance to reflect upon where you are in your life and you look back and stuff of that nature.
1: I thought we just had birthdays so we could get drunk and eat cake. Drunk and eat cake.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I I
1: have the wrong modus operandi, but okay. Yes, it should be a time of reflection.
0: Uh, For me, I guess maybe I overdo it. Well, you know, the last couple of years my birthday, I've spent alone the day. The day. Right. I go off, I go to Disney, and I go drink and run down water slides. Because my birthday is in the summer, so I can – do that yeah, and so I have a, a really good time with that, but um, I'm just thinking about that my age because as you get to where I am being you know as old and and ancient as I possibly could be I'm forty two you start to think about acting your age, you start to think about, well, what is this magic number really mean am I where am I at where am I going? And then you kind of look around and you're like, what, am am I where I'm supposed to be? And, you know, I, I think part of it is you start measuring yourself up against other people and where they're at. So,
1: But let me ask you this. Did you do this 10 years ago or is this a anomaly of the 40s decade?
0: No, I've, I've, every year birthday, I'm always kind of. Yeah, getting the yardstick out. Then I'm going to say
1: you're a little bit un—I would say abnormal. <laughs> you're a whole lot abnormal, but I think you're of the rarer set. I think I think for a lot of people, or a lot of people I know, this reflection period, for lack yeah. of a better term, is really something that's a symptom of the last eight or nine years, or once they're entering their 40s, that kind of thing. I don't think I don't think 22-year-olds do this.
0: No, no, I didn't do it at 20, but I definitely did it at, I did it at 25. At 25, I felt like I had some sort of like growth spurt moment. <laughs> and then, it, and then I think it happened again, somewhere in the middle of my thirties that I had that, okay. that moment. I was
1: 35. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Probably where when I was like, doing that.
0: yeah, I was like, okay, I'm this age now. Okay. What, where am I at? And, I, and you kind of like look in the fact that I'm working with people and how old are they and where are they at? And I look back and I look at people who are younger than me and I see where are they at? And am I, where am I fitting in this, in this world of stuff? And then I ask the other big important question is, what do I want to be when I grow up?
1: Right. <laughs> right. And, and we've done shows on aging before, right? So yeah. it's not like this isn't something we haven't talked about. But I remember being in my 30s and having this in my brain, this analogy of – when I reached 40, it was like reaching a front door. Okay. So I'm walking up to a house and that, you know, there's the walkway and then maybe there's the steps on the porch and then there's the welcome mat. And then there's the knocker where you're actually knocking. And so at 32, I was on the, you know, the walkway and at 34, you're on the step. And then at 35, you're on the porch and at 39, you're on the welcome mat. And then you knock on the door at 40. And once I got through the door now i think okay well now i'm the doorway has now changed to 50 and so i'm standing at 42 on the entryway or the walkway up i still have this whole process to go through my brain i don't know why i thought once i reached 40 i wouldn't think about it anymore but i do i think because i don't feel any different right i would assume you don't feel any different than you did
0: i feel like i'm 18 that's the problem. Right. that is the real problem is that i don't feel like i'm This old, this old geezer who's kind of going, I'm one full egg in the grave. (laughs) But do you uh, have some
1: old people tendencies? Because I have a couple.
0: I think I have things that the Navy has instilled in me that were kind of what I consider, what you would say, old people. Integrity uh, issues that you just do things in a specific way because that's, you know.
1: The way they should the, be done. The way they
0: should be done. Yeah.
1: Right. I think I see in my kids all the time the fact, what they cut corners or do something, specifically a chore, a different way than I would do it because I've been doing this chore in this house for twenty plus years. That I think they just don't know anything. They don't know that they're doing it wrong, right? And and they're not doing it wrong per se. They're doing it their way, which just isn't my way. And that when I think like that, I think, ooh, that's kind of what an old person thinks, like. Oh, being I, kind of a stick in the mud about stuff
0: yeah i deal with that all the time <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i'm not saying i yell at them and berate them at oh. least not for that i yell and berate them for other things but for chores that they do differently i'm trying to learn that it's okay and then here's another old person thing i do and you tell me if you do this too like sometimes at night after a full day of work or whatever to go out at night like if I had to go to the grocery store or something to get milk or – I don't know. It's like I just don't want to leave the house again. I just want to be this old person that just sits inside and not goes anywhere. And I and I used to get so mad at my parents when they would say, oh, we're not getting the car out and going anywhere tonight or I'm not going to take you here because I don't want to go out again. And I thought, what's wrong with you? Where are you going to go that you know you can't take me? And now I'm so that way. The kids will say, can we run up to this or do that? And I'm like, no, I'm not going anywhere else.
0: I'm done. I've been out (laughs) all day. I worked all day.
1: Right, right. Screw it. And I would have never said that in my 20s. I would have been like, woohoo, let's go out, you know. And now I'm like, oh, I'm home. I'm not leaving the house, you know. That's a very old person tendency in my brain.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, you know, during the whole middle of the week, I really don't want to do much of anything other than come home. And relax. And yeah, go to the bed. bigger
1: minimum that you have to do to get ready for the next day, right? Yeah.
0: I, I'm pretty much kind of there. But I mean I do stuff, obviously I go to Toastmasters and I'm you know, working on all sorts of stuff. Right. But I mean if it's, it's a, a real project like yeah. paint a room, go out and do yard work.
1: Yeah, nobody wants to do that after work. Yeah. But I think ten years ago I probably was a little more open to those things. And now I'm like, oh no, thank you. So
0: <laughs> You've just done eight or nine hours at work now, right. come on home and pull some weeds
1: <laughs> It's just not fun
0: <laughs>
1: but but what about doing things younger than you are like i i um I will shamelessly admit that I drink cheap booze, and I think a lot of people, as they get older, learn to appreciate finer wines and finer alcohols and I absolutely could care less. I drink like a high school junior and you know, Boone's Farm, Arbor Mist, whatever. I would probably drink it. I, I haven't drank those recently. But I don't have any any standards that you usually acquiesce to once hey, you get older, hey, right? You, you
0: know what? I, I still drink the ceremonial Manischewitz wine. <laughs> not because i have to but because i like it
1: i know it's, yeah not because i have to it's because i like it that's what's wrong with me so i'm young at heart when it comes to those kinds of things
0: and, and thank god they make blackberry flavored
1: <laughs> i love flavored wine and it's so wrong and it's so yeah such a high school thing but oh well that's me i know <laughs> the oldest high schooler in town
0: mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: So, yeah, all right, so we both act our age and then act beyond our age and then act a little bit younger than our age in all different facets of our life, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think, though, I mean, like, well, like going out on a, a weekend, you know, par- partying, as we yeah. like to say it. Yeah. Uh, what, what, uh, in fact, you know, when I was in high school, the the concept of the term partying, I, I think that it had a different Concept in my mind. I didn't really understand. What does it mean to party? What does that really mean? (laughs) Hey, we're going to party. Woohoo. And does that mean drink? Does that mean, you know, dance? What does that mean, right? Okay, so
1: remember there would be all the parties in high school that I know I wasn't invited to. I don't know about you, but remember Punky Brewster or whatever that guy's name, Spunky? We had a guy named Punky Warner. Punky Warner, that's right. (laughs) Spunky, punky, whatever. And I remember one year there was going to be a big party at his house on a Friday night. Yeah. There were, like, flyers going around the school for it. Oh, really? Okay. Right? And of course I wasn't going to go. And I know it was going to be, oh, there's going to be a keg there and craziness will ensue. But I'm sure maybe there was alcohol. Most likely there was. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure no craziness really ensued. It was in Montclair, right? So I don't think it would have been that big of a deal. And then 10 years go by and you're in your late 20s partying can take on more of a uh, a connotation where you're out and about, like you're probably out at a bar or whatever. And now that I'm in my forties and mm-hmm. in my late thirties, like having friends over to sit around, drink, play cards, hang out, play a game, or just shoot the shit and drink is my idea of a big party. So look at pictures you know, from Key
0: West, that sort of thing.
1: Yes, exactly, yes. right? <laughs> and it's literally just hanging out. And it has yeah no live, wild music. There's no dancing on any tables. I consider it a party just to have people over mm-hmm. and to drink my – well, I drink my cheap wine. They drink their good stuff. So. I,
0: you know, I drink whatever, you know. I, I mean, I drink Bud Light, so, you know, I, I'm cheap <laughs> Cheap date, yes. Of course, you got to drink a lot of Bud Light to get really kind of – I
1: think that's the problem, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I think partying just sort of evolves into what you have time for. All right, so let's talk about how, what age you really act, okay? And me and my infamous, uh, infinite search for quizzes, I found this quiz that I'm going to give you mm-hmm. about what age do you really act, all right? We all know you're 42, but how do you behave? And then I'll – because I took it last night, and I'll tell you what age I, be, I acted if you're not the same as me. Okay. So first question, flipping through the channels, you're most likely to stop and watch The West Wing, The mm-hmm. O.C., CSI, SpongeBob SquarePants, or DeGrassi: The Next Generation. Do you even know what that is?
0: No. <laughs> so, of all those, probably SpongeBob SquarePants.
1: What? Okay. Yeah,
0: because I don't like any of those other shows. You don't
1: like the West Wing? I, I
0: would rather Sorkin? watch. I, I've never watched it. I, I would rather just watch cartoons.
1: Oh, you should watch Aaron Sorkin shows. Uh, okay. I probably
0: should, but. You
1: know. <laughs> all right, <laughs> moving on. Now you would act your age by watching Aaron Sorkin shows. Okay. What's your favorite dessert? A banana split. Candy, tiramisu, a mudslide, or crème brûlée?
0: Hmm. What, what, what had chocolate in it? Hot fudge chocolate? The mudslide. Oh, yeah, mudslide. It's
1: chocolatey, okay. yeah. Okay,
0: mudslide, yeah.
1: Okay, what is your current living situation? You live with your spouse, you live alone or with roommates, you live with your mom and dad and you love it, you live with your boyfriend or girlfriend, or you live with, with your parents, unfortunately. Well, you live with your spouse. I can answer that one for you.
0: I was going to answer. I live with my parents and love it.
1: <laughs> for free, right? And acquaintance tells you a very juicy secret about a friend. Can you keep the secret? So let me repeat that again. Acquaintance tells you a very juicy secret about your best friend. Can you keep the secret? So yeah, the first answer is I, I no. I can.
0: Yes. You can? Yes, I can.
1: Well, okay, listen to the answers, though, because that's not one of the the things. Okay, nope, but not on purpose. You just tend to spill the beans. Or you would probably share the secret with a mutual friend, but that's it. If you told anyone, it would be your best friend who deserves to know the gossip firsthand. Um, You can keep the secret for a few days, but that's it. Or no way, you tell everyone what you just found out about your friend.
0: Oh, uh, well, hold on. So every one of them is you reveal the secret. (laughs)
1: Right. But at one point, you're only revealing it to the person that you heard the dish about.
0: No, I wouldn't do that. If someone said, don't tell somebody uh, this secret I'm going to tell you. No, I I would never do. I would never reveal it if it was like that. No, no way.
1: But wouldn't that friend deserve to know that that this rumor is going on about them or no?
0: If you were under confidence, is that what we're saying here? That you were told.
1: Well, it doesn't say that. It just says an acquaintance tells you a very juicy secret. If if a mutual friend of ours, if Heidi told you a secret about me. Yeah. And it was, and she's not going to do that, but I'm just making this hypothetical. And we're going to talk about more hypotheticals later in the show. Uh-huh. But if she told you a secret about me, about what a scoundrel I was, and that I stole $12 with a soda from
0: Target today. You, you would never hear about it.
1: You wouldn't tell me. You,
0: I would never tell you you okay. would, you would never hear about it and 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 vice versa if you told me something about heidi I, and it would she would never hear about it because i think that there's a certain amount of uh important modicum that you have to have so that you can have that's part of the trust of friends okay it, you know and you want to know that that somebody isn't going to be like oh everything i tell jud
1: you know because he's no vault that her, right? right. Yeah. No, I mean, if you have,
0: I think that everybody has their, um, what would you call it? Your, your, your confidant. That really, it's not like telling a secret to. It's not like divulging a secret. It's that person that you can tell that has no interest in. It's like going to your lawyer, and you know, you you know how you can tell your lawyer anything, and they're right. and it's supposed to be like basically. Uh, privileged privileged yeah. information. Yeah. I think everybody has one of those people in, in their life. And you're allowed – I, I think you're allowed to have one person or whatever, you know, and you're allowed to have that.
1: But if the gossip is bad or damning or problematic for your other friend, don't you think they deserve to know that there's, they're being gossiped about?
0: Well, I, I guess that's true. You know what? If, if it's an acquaintance that's really not your friend and you're talking about your best friend – yeah, I, I, you know, I, I mean, I guess – I don't know. It's a tough one, it's, right? It's tough. But I
1: will surmise it as this. I think you would say uh, – I think you would say if you told anybody, it would just be your best friend. Yeah. You deserve to know the gossip person. Yeah, out, yeah. Right? Okay, yeah. all
0: right. That's probably true. Because there's
1: true. good and bad to that. It's that whole, you know, I know your spouse is having an affair. If I never tell you, am I being a friend to you? Am I not being a friend to you? Like how do you – that's tough. That's a tough call, right? Or if I think you're, you know. Sure. If I heard this rumor, do you deserve to know? Right. And maybe you do, maybe you don't.
0: Right. Could be hall talk at work, you know, and it's about you and you just kind of heard it from somebody in the hall. You go, wow, I just heard that, you know, the person that you happen to work with who's like your buddy at work. Blah 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 blah, and they're talking about them. This him. crap
1: about you, right? Yeah. And generally, when those things happen, and you do say, uh, you know, I just want you to know, I heard this story, then the person you're telling it to usually gets mad at you, right? Like they usually don't like it, but you're trying to be nice, so there's no winning in this situation. No,
0: that, that's a screw okay. up question. Okay. But anyway,
1: yes. I'm sure it tells eons about, you know, your mm-hmm. personality in some way. Yeah. Alright, so let's move on to the fun part. Mm-hmm. Your idea of a good party is, and weren't we just talking about this, uh-huh. your idea of a good party is tons of ice cream and cake, a wine tasting at an art gallery, good <laughs> friends, a few drinks, but nothing too crazy, lots of free alcohol, and make-out games like spin the bottle.
0: Oh yeah, that's what I want. Make-out games <laughs> no, and spin the bottle. No. O- no. Only because I <laughs> never got to do it.
1: No, you have to You have to answer this realistically. Oh. If someone's going to say, hey, Jen, we're getting together for a party Friday night, what would you want that party to be? Um,
0: realistic. Uh, uh It would be, uh, well, free alcohol. <laughs>
1: lots of free alcohol yeah, lots or of... good friends, a few drinks, but nothing too crazy.
0: Uh, probably that. Probably that. that. Yeah, right. that's that's actually realistic. But I chose but, the lots of free alcohol. But I would go with the free alcohol. I mean, I'm not opposed to that. Right. right. You know? It, and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're just maneuvering me away from what I would want to do versus what I actually will do.
1: Well, what you want to do isn't really what's mm-hmm. going to ever happen. So <laughs> don't we all know that? Isn't that our life?
0: Is, is it, well, you know what? I, okay. Uh, all of you out there in podcast line, if you want to come over for Spin the Bottle, let me know. We can work hmm. this out.
1: The invitations <laughs> will be coming out on yes. Evite soon, yes. right? Uh-huh. I would love to go on Evite and see if there's a Spin the Bottle invite. That would be funny. <laughs> All right. Here we are. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Your ideal career is something like a real estate agent, being a video game tester, your current career, except a bit more pay, working at FAO Schwartz, or working for Google?
0: Hmm. You know, I, I it's none of the above. I swear, I swear it is. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with my my current job, but more pay.
1: More pay. Yeah. All right.
0: And, and the reason I say that is because I, I don't care about video. I mean, I, I like to play video games, but it's not something I want to do 24-7 Game, okay. working at a toy store. No, I'm not 10 years old like that. Right. You know? And
1: my, this is trying to put people in specific categories. You know. You're a 30-something uh-huh. gamer. You're a working mom or whatever or... I, yeah,
0: I mean, I'd like to work at Google, but I mean, I, they say, you know, their, their line is, you know, do only evil, I think, or something like that.
1: Is that Google's right? tech?
0: Yeah. Right. Isn't it? That's I their, have no their idea. Motto. I hadn't heard that. Oh, you haven't heard it? It's actually like, don't do evil.
1: Oh, okay. But.
0: Everybody now is saying that they are doing evil. So. I don't want to believe
1: that about them, but okay. Do you, do I put it. working for Google because I just think it'd be fun to do – I don't love the field that I'm in. Right. So working in a different field of all those other ones that they listed, Google was the one that most interested me. Real estate doesn't.
0: Uh, it, now, I would – that would be my second choice.
1: Real estate would be your no, second no,
0: choice. No, 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 no. The Google. Oh, no, Google. Google. Yeah. Who all wants right. real estate today? Come on. <laughs> no, right?
1: Well, yeah, maybe 10 years ago we would have changed yeah. to a different story, but – It's too much work. Anyway, all right, next. We got like 10 of these. So the last time you told a lie was when you lied to your sweetie about who you were with. You lied about your age. You don't want to admit how old you are. You lied to your parents about what you did one weekend. That doesn't apply to us. You lied to your parents about eating all the cookies. That definitely doesn't apply to us. (laughs) Although I have lied for food before. Um, You lied to your boss about why you skipped work.
0: Wow, you know, I haven't done any of those things in like forever. The last really? time, yeah, because I, you know, what if I at work and it's just kind of cool. If I want to take off, I just say, oh, "Can I have a vacation day?" Or can I, you know, or if I'm sick, I just say I'm sick, and that's the way it works. It, there's no no need to lie.
1: So then maybe you lied to your parents about eating all the cookies. 40 years ago
0: well okay let's go one more quick run through just real quick
1: you lied to your sweetie about who you were with you lied about your age you don't want to admit how old you are i'm a little bit guilty of that sometimes you lied to your parents about what you did one weekend maybe as a teenager
0: uh you know what i'll go with that we'll, go with that one we'll go okay. with that one. Right. sure
1: and i think i put um that i lied to my boss about why i skipped work because i know i've had some jury summons that I was excused from, but I didn't go back to the office. So I didn't. <laughs> anyway, uh, you're having lunch with a few friends, and after lunch, you're probably you'll probably be going to talk about work and your significant other, or you're gonna go, you're gonna t- take a nap, or you're gonna scope out some hotties to talk to, or you're gonna run around outside and have fun, or you're gonna head home. Lunch was all you had time for.
0: Um, the question is if we.
1: You're having lunch with a few friends, sense. and after lunch, you'll probably
0: Oh, nap. To, nap. <laughs> nap. Take nap, a nap. Take a nap. If, if I have an option for a nap, I'm going <laughs> for instantly it.
1: instantly aged you about 20
0: decades, but I, I, I totally it, agree. I think it did, but I, I could tell you when I used to come home from the Navy when I was on active duty, I'd go home, and I'd turn on the TV, and I'd get a power nap in of about an hour, <laughs> and then I was good to go. I was like. Nice yeah.
1: Hard to nap sometimes. I'm better at it now. All right, next question. The best rock and roll band of all time is the Beatles. Okay, well it's not on here, so listen to the choices. Rock? You don't listen to rock. Try emo or rap. <laughs> or rock music gives you a headache and makes you cry. The White Stripes, the Rolling Stones, or Guns and Roses. The Rolling... best rock and roll band of Rolling... all
0: time. Rolling Stones. Rolling
1: Stones. Yeah, I put that too. I think that classifies us in a genre. Um, How would you describe your political views? You really don't get politics. Apathetic. You're conservative more and more each day. You're quite liberal or liberal, but you're starting to think the government taxes too much.
0: That's it. I'm liberal, but the government taxes too much.
1: So here's what the people at blog things, what age quiz are you acting, say. Nice. You act like you're 25 years old, Judd. Really? I'm 25. You're 20-something at heart. You feel like an adult and you're optimistic about life. You feel excited about what's to come. You love your work and new experiences. You're still figuring out your place in the world and how you want your life to shape up. The world is full of possibilities and you can't wait to explore many of them. Wow. Good for you. Well, you so, did good with that, So day.
0: So where can people go to take this uh, test?
1: Go to blogthings.com. Yeah. Forward slash what age quiz.
0: What age quiz. Cool. So if you guys want to take the quiz out there, you can. Just check that out. And then you can find out that you're really (laughs) a (laughs) 10-year-old.
1: I thought you were going to test way older. I Uh, tested older than you. Did you? Really? Yes. I tested as a 32-year-old.
0: Well, that's because the people who want to play spin the bottle are actually older. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's funny. Yes, I think um, I'm surprised at that. That's good to know. All right. Yeah. Mine was, I'm a 30-something at heart. You've had a taste of success and true love, but you want more. You're responsible, wise, and have enough experience to understand a lot of the world, none of which applies to me. And you're at the point in your life where you understand yourself pretty well. I know I'm pretty crazy. And you're figuring out what you want and how to get it. I do sort of, but anyway, that was me. Mm. So I, I think, okay, so we can put this topic to bed now because we don't act our age. We you act 25 no. and I act 32.
0: But, but you know, right. it's so funny, though. It, it, it just, it's all the times that have changed that the way that things are for us and the way that we grew up and we grew up around all sorts of things that are completely different today it was like over the weekend people were talking about what they're, what are you doing on Saturday morning? And I was like, you know, I'd be watching cartoons except there are no cartoons on Saturday morning. And then Trish wrote something about, she was watching HR Puffin stuff on PBS. And so I Netflixed it and I was watching some HR Puffin stuff on, you know, but
1: don't you think you watch those things and you're like, this really isn't that great? Like,
0: no, I was like – it was uh, It I was think, awesome. It oh, was. I think those I,
1: things were left in the past way better than they are now.
0: You don't think they're th- – <laughs> Nothing
1: good? holds up for me.
0: Really? Yeah, oh, I you don't know love
1: the things I used to love. Yeah,
0: here's the thing. H.R. Puff and Stuff, at least it had a decent story. I mean, I'm, You look at Power Rangers and all this other crap. There ain't nothing in there. It's just every episode – you know, they convert into their thing. They convert back out. Convert back. Uh, whatever. I don't know what the heck it is. I'm, oh, I think I've watched I one.
1: I think I think you're glamorizing Am the I? programming we used to have. The program we had was pretty shitty. Now you may like it. I'm not saying it's wrong to like it. But uh, Land of the Lost was horrible.
0: Billy Hayes is at least as good of a witch as
1: Grape Ape. I mean, all these cartoons and Uh things that we watched. Super Friends. Oh yeah. (laughs) I I don't. I I think SpongeBob is as entertaining as any of those things were. Uh So yeah. Of course,
0: I don't. You know, I don't really watch the current ones, but I I will say that they have had a lot of superhero cartoons that I have watched. (laughs)
1: Right. And
0: and I, I will tell you that many many guys probably won't admit. They, we're we're all watching we're all watching that stuff <laughs>
1: the example for me was a couple years ago they made a live action movie of underdog right
0: oh that was so good
1: it was a cute movie it was all right and so in preparation for that movie i purchased a dvd at target of the old underdog cartoons uh-huh. you know yeah. speed of lightning roar of thunder uh-huh so um i watched the cartoons and thought it's painful. I just I can't watch it anymore. And so it sort of diminished it in my heart and my mind. I was so excited about Underdog the movie because I loved Underdog the cartoons when I was a kid with sweet Polly Purebred and all this other stuff. And it just didn't it just didn't hold up for me.
0: The movie didn't hold it for you? And
1: the movie was so different and the whole thing just it just the nostalgia of what underdog was certainly isn't that way anymore in my heart and in my mind so
0: i thought they did a much better job with the movie for that than they did with the bullwinkle movie
1: oh that was horrible too yeah right See, they can't do that so i don't know what our kids i guess maybe someday there'll be a live action movie for spongebob right i don't know how they'll do that but you know they'll do it in 3d somehow i'm sure and and maybe they'll have the same eh, like it just isn't the same you like it when you're a kid because that's what you like right
0: I don't know. This I'm, is
1: why I won't get a tattoo because what I liked when I was 18, 20, 22, 25 is not what I like now. And so if I still had that unicorn fairy tattoo on my ankle, I'd be hating myself, right? I mean, that's you, just, You'd yeah. be going,
0: what the heck did yeah, I Yeah,
1: mean? I loved unicorns or whatever bullshit thing it is. And you don't love it anymore, right? And you're stuck with it. This is why I can't get a tattoo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can go get a henna tattoo, okay?
1: That'll work, yes, you temporary. Can,
0: you can do that. It's a, good for a week or two. It's true.
1: <laughs> All right. So so we were going to talk a little bit about, like, what's different now, right?
0: Like, mm-hmm.
1: how do you want to frame this question to the podcast listeners? Like, I ha- I heard some weird statistics. Kids today versus when we were kids, right? Yeah. Um, Do you know what average age children are exposed to pornography is now?
0: I- I'm guessing it's got to be about. Seven to ten.
1: It's ten and a half, yeah. Whereas when we were younger, it was like 12 or 13. So, yeah, know, yeah, that's similar, about right. And the internet obviously makes that easier. It,
0: yeah, but at ten, ten or whatever, thir- at 13 or whatever, the most you were really exposed to was a Playboy or a penthouse.
1: Well, yeah, and now online you that's can see.
0: The, hey, it's, yeah. it's extremely graphic. And it's, Correct. yeah, I mean, it's not the same. Right. It, essentially right. you were exposed to to a nudity in a sexual presentation. Right. You were not exposed to raw hardcore sex. <laughs> right. You I mean there's a big difference.
1: Yeah, you're right. And I think and some there is some scientific studies or psychological studies that are saying, you know, when you're entering puberty, you're imprinting the things that you like, right? So if those are the first images that you see, you could imprint on the wrong things, you know. So I don't know if kids are doing that or not, but it kind of makes sense. Like if you grew up looking at 70s-era porn, you might think the full bush is attractive, <laughs> right? I mean, you never know.
0: <laughs> but
1: again, not? Maybe you've evolved. I'm just saying that, <laughs> that that's an example of what can
0: happen. You know, that is a, a conversation that people do have. I know that I've heard that conversation many times over.
1: so those are things that are happening to our kids so we're making them more adult by or they have access to more adult things but yet i know you and i as kids had way more freedom than my kids have like Mm -hmm. i don't let my kids just go off and ride their bike you know wherever willy-nilly around the neighborhood and we would take off for the whole day and just be gone
0: do you know when i was in let's see 84 so that would have been in junior high My friend across the street had a tandem bicycle, you know, bicycle boat Mm -hmm. for two. And we went off and rode with the torch run. Remember the torch came through for the Olympics, came through in 1984 in LA. It came through the Inland Empire and we went all the way early. We woke up at like five o'clock in the morning, rode this bicycle down Foothill Boulevard all the way to, I want to say Indian, uh, Indian Indian Boulevard, what is Indian it? Indian Hill. Indian down Hill in Boulevard, yeah, yeah Claremont. And we waited and waited waited for it. And we rode with the the torch all yeah. you know for the whole morning. We went all the way to Euclid, and it went down Euclid Avenue. And, right. I mean, that must have been like ten miles.
1: Ten miles from where you were and, living, yes.
0: And nobody watched us or care. No helmets, no, right? No, no yeah. Hel- yeah, no helmets. We, we you know, and we were like in part of like the parade, right? We're riding right. with the thing. And we were like, you know, what, twelve, thirteen years old? And just you know, no one was like, you know, we got up early, we went and did it. And that's what the way it was.
1: Yeah, I know. My kids don't go out front hardly ever. They rarely go out back. I mean they would rather play their video game all day. Um and so we've We've given the kids this experience of being connected with the whole wide world, right? Via the internet or online gaming or whatever. But they're not experiencing their own flipping neighborhoods. It's crazy when you really think about it.
0: And then I hear it's scary that you don't want to because everyone's afraid that their kids are going to be kidnapped. And I, and mean, I guess
1: those are fears. But really, I think if you look statistically that the crime, crime rate – has dropped, right, in the last fifty years. That's, that's what they so say. All of this hubbub, which is bad. And don't get me wrong, I I'm not advocating for, you know, crimes against children. But I think we're a little overreactive. And I think because because now every time some disgruntled parent takes their kid on a longer uh stay than what they're supposed to have, then there's an amber alert on every freeway sign in California, right? And so I think we're just inundated and deluged with these scares of things that have happened. Yes, bad things happen. I'm not dismissing that. But I think realistically, we are all overprotective in a way that isn't necessary.
0: Well, I think that's also part of the detriment of the society that we're raising today unlike you and me and our contemporaries that talk about acting your age, we're able to be more successful because we had more independence as kids. Right. And if you don't have kids that are independent and get to have their own adventures and have their own experiences where the parent isn't, you know, sitting on top of them.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a hindrance to their maturity for sure. So Kids are kids. don't have it easy right now. I think we had it much easier when we were kids. And, yes, kids have more f- electronics and things that can be fun. But I don't think it's easier to be a kid now. I think there's there's way harder standards at school than what we had when we were in school. Really? Oh, yes. The testing and all this crap is way harder than what we had. So And the threats and the fears that they live with, I think, are way more in their face than we ever dealt with. So I think the kids... In the ways that they have it better with access to information, all the other ways make it hard, if not harder, to be a kid today.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because
1: now there's so many things for them to worry about. Hell, we could have a whole show on bullying alone, right? Which right. sometimes I think is a little bit of bullshit. But
0: oh, it's I was—I I experienced bullying in high school.
1: Right, but don't you think that there's a little victim mentality that? Every time I say this, it sounds horrible, but don't, just hear me out. Yes, you were bullied, and I'm not disagreeing with that experience happening to you. But if two kids have a disagreement on the playground, yeah. that doesn't automatically make one of them a bully. And that's essentially what we're being told as parents oh,
0: now. Oh, is that Isn't what it that? is? Oh, yeah. Okay. If your
1: kid provokes something, they're a bully, they need to be in therapy. And it's like, no, wait a minute. Maybe my kid's defending someone or standing up for himself or whatever it is. Or maybe the two kids just don't get along, right? Yeah. That doesn't make one of them a bully. Now,
0: no, that, that's true. That's true. And but, there's,
1: and that's all it is now. It's like bullying or not bullying. It's not just that kids just don't get along. Oh,
0: no. no. I mean, when what happened to me, you know, the story of what happened to me, right? No, what in, Oh, well, in, in, uh, as a freshman in the locker room, one, okay. this kid, he, he got, I don't know, he wasn't there the next year, but he
1: wasn't punky or spunky, was it?
0: No, no. <laughs> he's actually, yeah, punky is actually a friend of mine on Facebook. Oh, gosh, so, I'm sure he's going to hear this. I know. Um, <laughs> but uh sprayed some like nasty smelling stuff all over me in the locker room as a oh, prank no. yeah
1: okay
0: you know that was bullying
1: there was one prank. Did he continue to do it all year? Oh, yeah.
0: He was always uh, – Okay, the I- every bullying, every
1: antagonistic behavior for an extended period yeah, of time. Yes,
0: yes. It, one prank
1: that's wrong, it's still wrong and bad behavior, it, but that doesn't make him a bully.
0: Every, yeah. every, every P.E. And that, I hated P.E. because of that. Because and I that's was,
1: fine. Yeah. I then I agree with you. I think yeah. that's a legitimate case. But in the public school system today, one kid, you know, does one joke that goes wrong, and I'm not saying they're right to do their joke. I'm not defending that at all. But that doesn't make them a bully. Mhm. So, that's just me in my unbending opinion about there really aren't that many bullies and not that many peanut allergies. But that's just me.
0: Uh, oh yeah, you know that's a that's okay.
1: Frankly, we all know kids are assholes, right? They're all jerks, and they all behave terribly to one another. But they're not all bullies, and that's definitely well.
0: well that I mean. that's true. I mean, and there's different levels of different things that people. You
1: bet. You, you know, bet. I bet. I mean, and the whole mean girl thing. Yes, we all experienced girls that were that looked down on you or did whatever. And if someone physically threatened you, that's a different story. Well, but that,
0: that's where I'm talking about is that physical.
1: Yeah, physical altercation. Harm, and for an extended period of time, definitely. Or but, or you
0: were afraid that whatever you did was going to lead to physical harm.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. Creating a, a psychological intimidation. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I agree.
0: So anyways, but uh, so that 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 is a difference between now I guess everybody just gets that label automatically
1: yeah and whereas yes we had these instances 25 years ago or 30 years ago now when we were in high school but it wasn't this prevalence that every school has now got the anti bullying campaign because you know all these kids are ill-behaved
0: well but you know what here's okay let's let's talk about a little bit different how it's different now than it was then um and and of course like my situation none of that ever went reported i didn't go to anybody and say oh you know what happened to me and just you know let it go and because we weren't
1: Pussies, right? I no, mean like, yeah, You just let it go. You didn't
0: – right. and if
1: you did say it to your mom, and I, I don't – you know if you did right. or didn't. And she didn't run to the, the principal to say, make this boy stop. It's just kids aren't allowed to handle anything on their own. They're not. There's all this adult intervention.
0: Now, now tell me this. Are there more kids that are coming out as being gay Lesbian gay today. I
1: think that is definitely different than when we were kids. I don't know anybody who came out, quote unquote, in high school, and now it's quite prevalent. From
0: I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not saying that there weren't people who were gay, because I'm sure there right, were. But they didn't
1: announce it the way they do now.
0: Now it's, yeah, it's just part right. of the what, you know, that that's just another, you know, element that's out there. And I think that's a big difference as that's well. That's a
1: huge difference. Yeah, I don't think we dealt with our sexuality in the same way that kids do now.
0: Yeah. Uh, good or bad?
1: I can't say that it was bad, but I wouldn't say that it was good. I mean, obviously, it's a shame when people can't be who they are, right? And there were kids in our high school that were gay and couldn't be gay or act uh, out on how they were. So that's not okay. Uh, I think that's wrong. I think everyone should be able to be whatever they they are. So that's a problem.
0: I, I guess the real. I guess this is where it's weird. And I mean, I'm fine with whatever they got going on, but. Um, you know, in elementary school, I don't think that kids need to announce their gender identity issues. Go to school and don't... In
1: elementary school, are there any cases of that? I'd be yeah,
0: There people really? are talking about that the, in the news. And then, of course, you go into junior high, and then there's a little bit more of that kind of awkwardness. And then on to high school, where I can understand it happening as you get older, because you, go, you want to go to a dance. And so there's the pressure. That's where the... Heterosexual or whatever pressure is out there right, to right, identify right. your love interests and things like that. And then, of course, then if you're like, well, I'm not really interested or whatever, that's where that's a whole nother situation there. So I could understand why in high school you would have associations affiliations of some sort that yeah that allow- you want
1: to be a part of yeah. correct yeah. yes i agree i think yeah if i want to take Susie to prom then i should be able to take Susie to prom right so mm-hmm. yeah. i know you though you want to take the porn star to prom now, that's if you right were on twitter I yes
0: happened. i'm on twitter right now i got at least uh, 20 of them i'm all asking out <laughs> and that
1: story just recently came up a kid in the news asked a porn star i forget her name it's something you know like candy love box or something <laughs> she's got one of those great porn names
0: uh, he, he asked a lot he didn't just ask one.
1: Oh, did he ask a lot oh like, yeah he how tweeted, many yeses he, did he get he, he, he got none. oh he
0: got one i know he got one he that said if you fly me out i'll uh i'll come she said
1: but he was told by the school he couldn't bring her right oh, i like don't the remember school was putting its foot
0: down i don't know i don't remember. I think so
1: yeah that was the rest of the story that i heard but but like, you can't do that
0: but i did see some of the tweets
1: <laughs> what some of his, his lines? Do you remember? What did he say? Like, were, hey, you want to go to my prom? Yeah, or did he have yeah, you want, yeah. Did he have any game? I want to know. Yeah, he,
0: he said something about, uh, you know, I have a hotel and condoms or something, and he's ready to go, <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> Do you think it's wrong for him to assume that just because she's a porn star, she was going to put out at the prom?
0: Oh, yeah. I think you yeah. think she
1: was going to, or you think it's, I think it's wrong for him to assume. Yes,
0: that. that's what I'm saying. I agree. It's yeah. wrong to assume that anybody's going to put out.
1: Right. I don't like that you, part.
0: You of know, it. If it, and especially, I mean, what, he, he wasn't, try, I mean, essentially, he, unless he, there was a cash deal on the table, he wasn't hiring a hooker. Right. You know, why did not he just open up, you know, like, here, hold on, let me get to Siri here. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let's see if we can make this work. <laughs> okay. Hold on. This is great for the podcast, right? All right. Hey Siri, can you find me a hooker? <laughs> Hold on. Checking your current location. <laughs> uh, one second.
1: Hold it up to your mic. I didn't find any places matching a
0: hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! Darn
1: it! No hookers to be found in the okay. in Florida. Okay, Damn it.
0: well, see, hey, we well, tr- right. we tried.
1: What if you asked her for a prom date, if she could find you one of those? Oh, I should. I, I think that that kid. Okay, you got to admire his moxie, right? But right. Like, obviously, his heart is not in the right place, even though his head probably is for a seventeen-year-old boy. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> but but you, you know, I almost wonder if it led to any or. Any other girls at school going, wow, you know, this guy, He's you know, maybe I'm interested. Or do you think that was like a total <laughs> – he blew every chance he ever had with any girl at his school? I was going to say,
1: at school, I don't know. It would depend. I, I think now girls are more in charge of their sexuality in high school and are maybe they? are pleased to be more outgoing, for yeah. lack of a better term. Uh, so maybe that would be a badge of honor to go out with the guy who wanted the porn star. I don't know. I I'm not sure makes me sound old to talk about it like that but i kind of a little bit old-fashioned about that
0: wow well i'm i'm sure that no girls are tweeting to jeremy uh what's it, ron jeremy asking for a date <laughs> yeah
1: no he's not okay but no. yeah
0: and then of course i guess the other part is if he's 17 that's like you know uh, what's the statutory yeah right yeah. that'd yeah. be a problem anyways you know, don't i wouldn't t-
1: i bet any court might Mitigate whether or not the payment for the airfare isn't payment for the act. Oh. There might be some. And then you're crossing interstate lines, and, oh, there's all kinds of problems with that.
0: Wow. So this podcast is about acting your age. (laughs)
1: Uh, uh, well, you know us. We can never stick to one topic too long.
0: I know. Wow. You know, and this brings us to a whole other set of topics, I think. We have time for a little bit of it. All right. Yeah, we
1: wanted, we've been wanting to do this for a while. And maybe we'll just do these, you know, randomly in other shows, too, because they're kind of fun.
0: Yeah. Hypothetical questions. That what-if statement. That question of, you know... If you want a million dollars, $10 million, that sort of thing, but probably much more exciting than just that.
1: Well, actually, I was going to say maybe not so exciting because we did that. Right. That show not too long ago, like what would you do? Mm-hmm. And, and this, I think these hypotheticals are the ones I was thinking about and the one specifically I'm going to ask you today, which isn't very titillating or exciting based on our past five minutes of conversation, but I think it's telling about us and maybe a little telling about our age. So I don't know if you want to ask first or if you want to, Here first, or what would you like?
0: Um, You can ask me first.
1: Okay, here's my very non-exciting question, but it it made me think about myself in a weird way. Okay, would you, if you're about to get on the freeway and you see a couple, 20-something-year-olds with backpacks and a sign that says headed to wherever it is you're going, would you pick up hitchhikers?
0: Are they girls or guys?
1: It's a guy (laughs) and a girl. This was my instance specifically, a guy and a girl.
0: No, I wouldn't pick them up.
1: And why not? What are they really going to do to you?
0: Uh, if I'm by myself, they they could do it. They could be grifters. They could be, you know, you so you, you grab way. his hands, I'll grab his feet. And...
1: <laughs> but you're you're the one in the uh, behind the wheel. You've got to control the car. Yeah, right? Yeah, until they like, pull the gun out. I guess I I did not pick them up either. Okay, but the the whole scenario first of all when was the last time you saw a freaking hitchhiker like i, no I see him all the
0: well i at least i see panhandlers <laughs> panhandlers you know, diff- actually you, on i on i95 you see it all the time
1: oh okay you do. and do you see people pulling over or not
0: truckers pick up hitchhikers a lot i don't know okay. why they do but they do
1: so yeah like why do they do it and you and i wouldn't and these kids look like They're just hippie kids, whatever. They were going wherever they were. Their sign said going north, and it was you know, going up the 5 Freeway or whatever. Mm -hmm. So what would have really – what could have really happened? I guess, yeah, they could have had a weapon, but I just don't want to believe that about them. I think they just were looking for a ride. And too bad we can't just do that anymore, right? Like we can't just give somebody a lift to the next stop that we're going to and let them out and be okay, right?
0: Would there be a quid pro quo? feeling like you could be for you maybe no but it could I, be anything it could be money it could be whatever you know
1: no that's not the nature of hitchhiking the whole idea of hitchhiking and that whole free-spirited thing of travel was just dude we're gonna travel and we're gonna see this and i'm gonna get there and it's gonna be freewheeling and fun loving and no strings attached and not horrible and frankly in our environmental situation with gas at you know five bucks a gallon essentially I'm surprised more people aren't doing this. I would do it if I could get it, get to work this way. So I think I wish we could go back in time where it was safe to do that.
0: Back in the '60s. I
1: was yeah, in the '70s even. As kids, yeah. I remember that. I don't think my parents ever picked up anybody when I was in the car, but I think I've heard stories of my my folks giving lifts to strangers, right? Because. Yeah. You know, really? Are they really going to be that dangerous? I, I, I don't know.
0: Th- I think – well, I mean, like I, I give rides to people I know. I mean I'll give rides if uh, – I, I, you know what? I will give rides to military people if they're in uniform.
1: In uniform. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, but and- so,
1: So just the appearance is what made you think they're a safer bet. Yeah, the uh, kid with the backpack. And yeah, the... I mean,
0: either way, a stranger is a stranger. You're taking a chance. You don't right, really know. Right, right. But...
1: And you know the military guy's probably got a weapon. Yeah, so. he's
0: probably got a gun. But, uh, you know. And
1: I, they're just as trustworthy. I, I think what the whole question brought about for me was this, how much do I judge and trust my fellow man, right? Like, mm-hmm. where am I in that? And I think probably 20 years ago I would have been even more trusting. Now yeah. I'm a little more hesitant in the fact that, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to die by you know somebody else doing something stupid because I have other things that I'm responsible for. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was my big question: that that do I really trust people? I think I really do. I I think I should have given them a ride. But well,
0: hmm,
1: wow, something. To think about. Hey. What would you do out there in this land? Hmm. All right. Did you have one? Do we have time for one? Or are you ever? Oh. Wrap-
0: to no, we we do. Okay. All right. So here's the question for you. Here's my hypothetical question for you. Okay. Uh, a friend comes to you and says, "We can't get pregnant, but they have the egg and they have the sperm. Would you be a surrogate for them?"
1: Wow, it's their egg and their sperm. Mm-hmm. They just need my vessel, so to speak. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Don't I
0: ask good questions?
1: <laughs> you know what's interesting is my first reaction is no. No. Because I didn't like being pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really hated it. Um, I didn't get all the miracle and the Mother Nature part of it, and that part didn't appeal to me. But if it's if it's their stuff, right. then I think, and I really, really like them, then I might, it would, it would depend. I would depend on what my husband wanted me to do. Like I would take his thoughts into consideration on this. And I can't even imagine what he would say about that question. I think he knew how unfun it was to live with me when I was pregnant. So I can't imagine he'd want to sign up for it again. So um, I think I have to go with my initial reaction, which is mostly no, Uh but maybe the circumstances would make me change my mind somehow sorry anybody i know out there who's barren and who would want me to carry their kids i think most of the people that know me would realize i wouldn't be a good candidate for that
0: wow imagine if it was there was you know well (laughs) the whole thing about this idea of reproductive donation stuff going on there's I guess, a business about it right I mean, people pay big money to oh, yeah, have somebody. Big money. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just like donating eggs. There's big money in that. There's do- money in donating sperm. I guess not as much, but. Right. <laughs> you know, but it really in the reproductive world, there's, uh, you know, that's a cash profit uh, thing going on.
1: Was- oh, definitely. Yes. And then you, I think, I think the biggest part of your question, what makes it less answerable is. Is if they wanted my egg, then well, no, for sure. Then right. I would not be able – I just don't think I could physically and emotionally do that. Um, so that part makes it easy well, then, to answer. Then it would be your kid. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then how do you do that? Right. But I understand that people want children, right. and I understand that people will go to most lengths to get them or any lengths to get them. So
0: Okay, here's a question. What do you think of a couple, especially a woman, who doesn't – who wants one of these kind of people to carry the kid for them, because they just don't want to be pregnant?
1: Like the Madonna types, or whomever, or uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, right? Isn't that her? Oh, I, the... I don't
0: know that she didn't. Did she do that?
1: Yeah, they have a surrogate twice for twice? their really? kids. Yeah. And you know, I think the rumor was that uh, she just didn't want to you know, be pregnant.
0: Well, you know I, and I don't know if that's true.
1: I'd say horrible allegation if it's not.
0: But some people some women, I've heard some women don't want to screw up their body.
1: Right, exactly. Imagine if you're Giselle Buncheon and you're gonna get pregnant. Well, that changes your ability and your likelihood of making money, right? I mean so she'll make five hundred thousand a shoot instead of a million a shoot, I guess. Realistically, it's not going to harm her too badly, mm-hmm. but it might harm somebody else more. I think the vanity reason to not have kids means you shouldn't have kids because you're a vain asshole, right? Like you just shouldn't be a parent. That yeah. If you can't get a few stretch marks for your kid, then you're not going to be that person to be the correct kind of loving disciplinarian parent that you need to be
0: yeah I agree
1: now having said that and like I said five minutes ago pregnancy sucks and there's nothing beautiful about it for some people and it can be really miserable and life threatening but if you want to have a kid you kind of have to sign up for that part of it I think
0: yeah yeah
1: and people who don't who don't have the ability to get pregnant and who I'm not saying anybody who can't get pregnant isn't worthy of having a child. That's not exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying if you choose specifically not to, cause you don't want a few stretch marks, then you need to reexamine your whole reason for wanting to be a parent.
0: Do, do you think that for people for like, and I hear this more where it's really like a family member couldn't do it. And so then another family member is the surrogate. Like a sister might do it for another sister sure. or, you know, and then that's a whole nother thing. But how much do you think that there's an attachment from the surrogate mom to the child? And then how much of does that person, that surrogate mother, get to really be mom?
1: I think there would be an attachment. Inherently, there's an attachment physically. I think you wouldn't choose that person if that person wasn't a kind and loving person to begin with and a kind and loving person is more likely to attach themselves in that situation. So I think, yes, I think you would just have to choose someone that you think, um, will be able to let go enough.
0: I mean, I mean, even though the egg and the sperm come from the donors, right? The blood that helps that that sustains and grows this baby Comes from the mom. Right. So. No, those
1: are huge, huge ethical decision decision questions that I, I think I think surrogacy is great for the people that it works for, right? I think mm-hmm. it's awesome. I just think obviously all parties have to be well aware of all the potential outcomes. And it feels like every time you turn around, there's a case where it's not necessarily um, beneficial to the parents or the children. Mm-hmm. That's really tough. That was much harder than my question.
0: I know. I'm, I'm tough. Well, I, I, you know, these are, these are the things I ponder. <laughs> wow.
1: Oh, dear. Good to know. I All know. right.
0: Oh, well, I'm going to have a whole list of these very difficult hypotheticals. So you better come up with some really difficult
1: ones. I have some good ones. I wouldn't say they're in <laughs> but I do have some good ones. So, yeah. I have to just, uh, <laughs> What a show, man. We've been all over the map.
0: I know. I'm going to leave that sneeze in, I think.
1: Leave the sneeze in. We don't have cough buttons. We don't have a professional actual studio. It is what it is. It is. We have hay fever. I don't know
0: what it was. It was crazy.
1: Bring fever. We're not even acting our age.
0: Well, I guess that's it for today's show because we've covered a bunch of things that we wanted. So we're going to wrap it up. So go out there and act your age as long as it's at least 10 or 20 years less than what it currently is. Right. <laughs> so if you're ten years old, act like you're a little like b- baby. baby. Yes, act
1: a decade younger. That's actually a good motto. Yeah. <laughs> for anybody over thirty.
0: Oh, and now, now you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Well, right. well, for TJ Talks, I am Judd,
1: and I'm Teresa,
0: and we will check with you later.
1: Talk at you later.
0: if you want to come over for spin the bottle let me know we can work Ah, this out
1: invitations (laughs) will be coming out on evite soon right Uh i would love to